what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Wolfpack Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Clements, here with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Michael Plant and Mike Bonney. What's going on, guys? What up? How's it going? Good, good. Ready to ready for Sunday football week six to get here. Oh, man, we already had Thursday night's game, and I thought that was going to be a little bit better, but we had some good garbage time with Philly. Why would you think that game was going to be better? Because <laughs> Tampa Bay's secondary is just beaten down. Richard Sherman went down, too. I mean, yeah, there's it wasn't great for Smith. There's just really one problem. Unfortunately, Jalen Hurts is fantasy good, but he is not um, NFL good at the moment. You don't say. At the moment. <laughs> at the moment but uh before we get started i'd like to remind you guys to please subscribe to the fantasy six pack youtube channel please like and subscribe um wolfpack fantasy football podcast on itunes uh spotify or wherever you get your podcasts but uh what do you guys say we hop right into our game recap sure yeah why not uh, Brady was good as usual, guys. Uh, I should start it off. Bucks beat Philly 28-22. Uh, Philly actually covered. Uh, Brady was 34-42 for 297, two touchdowns and an interception for 19 fantasy points. Not a bad day at the office. Not a great uh, day, but not bad. Yeah, not bad. Uh, the guy who did have a great day, well, there was two on the Bucks on offense. Leonard Fournette, 22 attempts for 81 yards and got – Two close touchdowns that uh, I know you were playing him in our home league, LaPlan. I bet you you love that. I loved uh, watching it, but I didn't love seeing him go down with an injury for a little bit. But it was uh, pleasantly surprising to see him going back out there. Who? Antonio Brown, buddy. Oh, no, I was talking about Leonard Fournette. But... Oh, uh, yeah. No. See, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I don't want to talk Leonard Fournette. I traded him away earlier, <laughs> and this is what he does to me. Did you dirty? Yes, he did. But, but I mean, I, it was due to happen. Ronald Jones ain't doing shit for this backfield. Giovanni uh, Bernard was a little back banged up. Rojo's toast, man. Yeah, he's no longer involved in this offense. So it, it, everybody who got Leonard Fournette for a cheap value in drafts, you're just reaping the benefits. 30 fantasy points from uh, regular season Lenny this week. Uh, Antonio Brown was your target leader. We said going in or heading into draft season that he was the best value, and apparently he's just probably still the best receiver in the offense. Caught nine of 13 targets for I, 30 yards and a touchdown. I really yeah. thought you were going to push the limits there and say he was the best receiver in the NFL again. Not even going to lie. <laughs> I, no. I'm not going to say that, but he's still really good. for He's being top old, 20, I think. For being old and pretty much missing – a year and a half of football, right? Oh, I know. And then just to be on this on this pace with Tom Brady, I mean, yeah, they have they have, they have a chemistry like no other. It's super weird. Um, but uh, guys, there was even a OJ Howard sighting. He was second on the team in receiving, caught six to seven targets for forty nine yards, and he also got the end zone. Is he streamer moving forward, or are we gonna wait? Grant's probably gonna be back next week. Yeah, I mean, if not next week, the following week. So it's not. It's going to be a short-term streamer, if anything. I'm sure um, you can I, find someone better. I'm just really loving Antonio Brown's usage in this offense. I mean, last three games, he's pacing the uh, team with 32 targets. The next highest is Mike Evans with 24. I mean, Godwin's non-existent apparently. 
Just and over 21 targets. So is Mike Evans, man. Like, I Evans has a few good week. Had a few good yeah, weeks. Yeah, he's got the two touchdowns in the past three weeks, so he's been helping with that. But Yeah, and then this game he goes two receptions out of four targets, 27 <laughs> yards. That's he dropped a Evans. big one, though. That's who Mike Evans is, and that's yeah. why I never want him on any of my teams. I just don't ever draft him, and I'm completely okay with it. He's he's big boomer bust with these touchdowns. I mean, he's only got um, 215 yards. But before we move on to the Eagles, are you guys worried about Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, or are you just still rolling them out there no matter what? Yeah, I think you have to. Yeah, roll them out there. That offense is just money. I know. It's Tom Brady's on pace to break Peyton Manning's uh, yardage record this year, even without a 17th game. <laughs> it's kind of stupid how well he's playing right now. Go. <laughs> uh, and then jumping over to the Eagles side, their offense was kind of a struggle, except for when they got into garbage time for the most part. Hurts, like I said, good for fantasy, but not good for regular football. 12 for 26, 12 of 26 for 115, a touchdown, and he threw a pick. But uh, he had 10 rushing attempts for 44 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. So there's that floor, man, and he ended up with 24 fantasy points. Outscoring and- Tom Brady. And people are wondering why Miles Sanders is irrelevant in this offense. Honestly, it was weird. He had a few good runs. Yeah, Sanders had uh, – the Bucks are the best team in the NFL at stopping the run by the most part. The most part, Like, uh, teams don't even run on him. And he had nine attempts for 56 yards. They just – Sirianni, that's the coach's name, right? They just yeah. don't run it anymore. I mean, Sanders got more attempts than he did in the – few weeks prior to this but still that's not enough for right well they're always going to be down it seems like so they have to throw yeah man they they're kind of gross to watch (laughs) Uh, you you think so and ike like you alluded to earlier we thought this was a smash spot for devonta smith and he only saw four targets catching two of them for 31 yards and a few like one of the throws hurts just sailed it by him Yep. Wasn't even close. So, I mean, against probably one of the worst secondaries in football right now because they're so banged up. And he sees four targets. It's not how you win. No, like Quez Watkins, Zach Ertz outpaced him. They had five and six. Why are you throwing deep targets to Rager and Watkins when you could just throw it to Devontae Smith, who burned Richard Sherman on the first play, but Hertz missed him? Well, that's not hard. (laughs) <laughs> there's no way, there's no exactly. way that Sherman can keep up with that guy. And he got hurt in the first quarter. That's what I mean. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how the receiving options didn't just smash in that game. Except for Ertz. Because wide receivers okay. are the most inconsistent position in fantasy football. Blah, how many blah, times blah, i got to tell you. Blah, blah. Blah, blah, That's always blah, a great blah. analytic response, like blah, 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 blah. Totally. But, uh... I think that pretty much wraps it up. We can mention Zach Ertz. Uh, Hopefully when you guys saw that Goddard was out, you hopped to the waiver wire to get him. Uh, He caught a touchdown, 13 fantasy points. So it's a good good solid game for Zach Ertz. Yep, then gets traded to the Cardinals. And uh, no, he is not eligible to play this Sunday. For a second, I was like, whoa. This might have been a steal. Of course, of course you would have. This is the whole reason you're on Zach Ertz this offseason, just because you knew he was going to get traded and play two games in one week. That's funny stuff. But, I mean, I'm think, I think we're ready to hop into our game, player previews, if you guys want to. Sure, sure. Um, hold on. 
Oh, excuse me. Oh, um, you're not excused, buddy. You're not bye, excused. Bye, week, bye weeks are upon us, gentlemen. Falcons, Saints, Jets, 49ers. Get all them guys out of your lineups. They ain't playing this week. Really? I mean, I mean, you could have just <laughs> honestly just sat every Jets player like they're on bye week all the time. But I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much true. <clears throat> but uh, so yeah, so jumping into our first game, unfortunately, there's another London game early. What are you talking about? Unfortunately, this means we got football. Do you all know who's playing? Long. It's always gross football, though. Is the it's problem. Dolphins and Jaguars. We got it's it's super funny. I seen a quote with Trevor Lawrence uh, earlier, and I showed it with you guys too. Uh, Trevor goes, "Oh, it's cool we get to play in London, but it's weird going to London to play a team that you know is just up the road from us." Yeah, in Miami. <laughs> totally fucked up. Take a, take a twenty minute flight instead. You're taking an eight hour flight or whatever. Or something, whatever. I wonder how much. I'd be like, what, what do you one. mean? We're not playing in Florida. But it's, it's just an hour up the road. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, jumping into the Dolphins at uh, first, Tua Tungo Vailoa was activated off of IR, and it sounds like if everything goes good in uh, pregame warm-ups, he is going to be the starter. What does that do for the pass catchers in this offense, like Jalen Waddell, um, I guess you consider Miles Gaskin, a pass catcher after the 10 targets he saw. Yeah, it was just one game. Uh, well, but how do you guys feel about two of this week in the pass catchers? Uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan of it. You know, a player coming off injury, you're never too high on. Uh, but I can say this, Jusecki's going to see a downgrade in his touches just because you don't have Jacoby Brissett throwing him the ball 10-plus times. But it's to a target, the tight end, by Aloha, though. That's I mean, in the preseason it. it was, but not in the regular season. <laughs> I think it's going to be more Jalen Waddle. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's he's going to lead towards Waddle as well. Uh, but it's Gasecki gets a lot of slot snaps. That's the thing. So uh, with Parker a, being out, he yeah. Can, yeah, yeah, Parker Parker's out with a shoulder injury. Yeah, with Parker being out, we're going to get Preston Williams in there again. I mean, he, he's seen five targets last week. He had 60 yards. I mean. You think he's worth a play this week with Parker out and Tua coming back? No, no. I'd wait and see. Um, let me get, let me ask you guys a question since I'm in this predicament this weekend. This is a prime matchup for Miles Gaskin, and I know he blew up last week. Who would you rather start, Miles Gaskin, Javante Williams, or Alex Collins? Javante. I like Miles Gaskin with Parker out again. I mean, yeah, like. But that was Jacoby Brissett who was targeting him, not Tua. Did Tua ever target him that much? I mean, about Ike, I don't know. He was good last year with Tua as his quarterback for a lot of the season. And then we only saw a game of Tua this year before he went down. And he does Is like, he all the rushing, like, too, though? Uh, that I can't answer you. I don't there's no chance he's getting yeah, 10 targets again. They and, that's the old, and they're not going to be down this game like they were the whole entire time. Last yeah, I, w- I would be off on him, to be honest. I mean, but. out of the seven whole attempts that they ran the ball last week against the Buccaneers, Miles Gaskin had five of them. Yeah, like we said, teams just don't run on the Buccaneers. No, they abandoned the run. So, I mean, he's going to see more touches on the ground this week. He just um, might not get has to- he gone over double-digit r- rushes this year? I don't think so. Malcolm Brown's a pass man in the rush game. Ah, brutal. It is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but jumping over to Jacksonville, 
Trevor Lawrence. Miles Gaskin in week three did get 13 attempts. Ah, nice. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, 65. Sweet. Six targets also. <laughs> so, I mean. That's probably what you're looking at, I guess. What was, what was it week one with Tua? Uh, he had nine attempts, five targets. He caught all five yeah. targets. So. Yeah, that's still not awful. But. Yeah, that was against New England, like that. guys. That was against okay. New England. Okay, okay. Thanks for not answering my question what I asked you earlier. But <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> Who to start? But, well, you I said Gaskin. I said like Gaskin. Parker out. But uh, jumping over to the Jaguars, Lawrence, he's been a lot better lately. Are you guys comfortable streaming him, especially the Dolphins have been getting lit up through the pass game? How do we feel about Lawrence this week? I wouldn't feel comfortable starting him. This is a tougher pass defense uh, in the Miami Dolphins, especially against rookies. Uh, They've sucked lately, man. Yeah, against Still, uh, Tom Brady. At any point, Xavier Howard can get like one or two picks. He's out. I is they he played. really? How about, is yeah. Byron Jones out too? That I'm not sure, but it's Xavier Hour. He did make the trip, but it doesn't sound like he's gonna play. Hmm. Uh, so you guys are out on Tre- you guys are out on Trevor still in one quarterback. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't want to. one quarterback. No, not one quarterback. Okay. Uh, James Robinson at the running back. He's an automatic low end RB one in your mm-hmm. lineups every week. Um, but jumping to the wide receivers, I guess we could do lump them into the pass catchers. Uh, Marvin Jones, Visca, and Dan Arnold. Because Dan Arnold got a lot of work last week, man. You got to admit, he got a lot of work. And tight end sucks. Who do you like I mean, between Visca and Marvin Jones? Visca. He's going to get the close to the scrimmage uh, touches, and he's also getting the deep targets. Now. His A dot's going up, so that's yeah. what you like to see. But I'm not a huge believer in Dan Arnold. I mean, if you're going to be going for one of these tight ends that are on the back end, uh, you want one in a good offense. This is not a good offense. But they're Agreed. always but they're always down in the plant. Garbage. They're time. always down. But you're, if you're looking for a tight end that wants to score, you need to have one in a good offense. This is yeah. just not a good offense. Yeah, no, I agree. The thing that I like to see from Dan Arnold last week was that he fumbled on his first the first possession of the game. Yeah, I remember seeing that. They still kept going to him and going to him and going to him, and he caught a touchdown, didn't he, later in the game? I want to say, yeah, I want to say he had a solid week. So that makes me intrigued. I don't know if you could start him. I know some analysts are giving you are saying to go ahead and start him, but I don't. In a no deeper league, Dan, I guess. No touchdown for Dan Arnold. Let's see how he does this week, and then they're on by the following week, and then we'll let's go from there. Um, but I think that covers that game. Yeah, it will mostly be all asleep during that game, anyways. Make sure you set your lineups, boys. Yeah, yeah. I'll be awake. I'll be Me too. Awake. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at Washington Football Team. I'm pretty excited to watch this game. This should be uh, off a shit stomping. <laughs> <laughs> For a it second, I thought you were serious. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I know I'm Washington. Like, why is he so excited them. about Washington? <laughs> right now. I mean, I got a lot of fantasy implications in this one. Yeah, but a little bit, way got, too much. I got Terry McLaurin all over the place now, and Siren Kill. But injuries, uh, Ceh out um, with the MCL sprain. Tyreek Hill questionable. That popped up on the injury report. Uh, he's got a quad injury, but. Andy Reid said he was bouncing around at practice on Friday and should be good to go. Uh, (laughs) Then this one worries me. And for the football team, McLaurin, like I said, I got him everywhere. And he tweaked a hamstring on Thursday in practice. 
and then he didn't practice on Friday. But Coach Ron Rivera. Late in the week, man, that sucks. Yeah, worrisome. Rivera seems to be positive, and he thinks he's going to be able to go. It's just, I hate it. I hate it. Why well, you up. hate it because you just traded for him, or you hate it because you know he's a viable asset this year? <laughs> it's also because Kareem Hunt is now a full-time starter. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you time, can't yeah. make that shit up. It's like, just hilarious. No, gold. And they drops Goddard, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. I'm the thing that I'm worried about it for both McLaurin and Hill is they're both explosive receivers, man. And you try to explode off that line of scrimmage, and then all of a sudden you just tweak it. You're done. You're done for a couple of weeks, like we just saw with Christian McCaffrey practicing all that week, and then all of a sudden has a setback, and now yeah. he gets, gets placed on IR. It's crazy. But uh, at least he finally got placed on IR. But jumping into the Chiefs, you're starting Mahomes, obviously. Daryl Williams and Jerk Deadlegs McKinnon are man in the backfield now, guys. What are we doing with that? Ike, I'll let you start. I'd start Darrell Williams in the flex. Yeah, I mean, I said it uh, on the fantasy six pack hour when I had to, you know, jump into the the fire with Joe. But I I like Darrell Williams having the same value as Ceh in this offense. I mean, I mean maybe he, a little bit lower, but I mean, still you got the scoring opportunities. Uh, he catches the ball. I mean, he's gonna be the same, I think, as Ceh, just not as explosive. He's gonna get the same workload though. I mean, I, I think, uh, what is it? Um, is it McKinnon? I said, yeah, Jerk. Dead, dead legs McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah, dead legs McKinnon. I mean, he may get a little bit in the passing game, yeah. but they're going to realize he doesn't have much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh, Watch him get a touchdown. I think Daryl would be good. Like, Daryl Williams doesn't have to worry about Daryl Williams. Like, CEH had to worry about Daryl <laughs> Williams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the pass catchers, if Tyreek Hill can't go. For some reason, you're plugging in me, Cole Hardman. I was gonna ask, <laughs> ask can, you, can you trust me, Cole? After him having one of his better weeks last week, oh, yeah, absolutely. Still couldn't yeah. catch the ball. What was it, well, seven to twelve? I mean, when you don't get that many targets a game, you're not used to it. <laughs> Fair I mean, enough. He had one less target than Tyreek Hill last week. He had twelve. He caught nine of them. He paid oh, the team. Okay. In his That's not bad. I thought it was seven. So I mean. If Tyreek Hill can't play or if he's, you know, might even be the decoy, I think Nicole Hardman is worth a flex play this week. I don't. I hate it. but I hate it, but, I mean, you know, it's true. Um, what about Flash Gordon? I mean, mm-hmm. I liked it. I like seeing how he was involved in the offense, but he does not look like the same receiver. He looks more of the guy you can trust in the red zone, third downs, that Mahomes is going to be looking for if Travis Kelsey is being doubled. It's like it's been eight or nine years since he had that blow-up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, one last question about the Chiefs: Are we starting Travis Kelsey? If he's if he's not injured, yes, you're starting him. I mean, that come on. A, that was a joke, guys. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for laughing. What the hell? <laughs> uh, jump into the Washington Football Team. Taylor Heineke, uh, ECR right now has him as a top twelve quarterback. You guys buying that shit? Against this terrible Kansas City offense, I do like it. He needs Terry McLaurin there, though. Yes, if he's out Terry McLaurin, it's going to be a very brutal day for him. I mean, DeAndre Carter was the second leading target leader in their offense last week. Yeah, and uh, Curtis Samuel tweaked his groin again. He had a setback. It's going to be a lot uh, of J.D. McKissick then. Dy- dynamic, bro- dy- 
Dynamic. 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 He uh, he he's out. out. He's out with an injury as well. It's it's not looking good. So if Gibson's Terry, questionable. If Terry can't go, that offense is in trouble. And yeah, Ricky, Seal, Ricky Seals Jones might see twelve targets or something wild like that. McKissick playing, will see a ton of targets. Yeah, he'll definitely see a lot of time. He might even see a lot of time in the slot if mm-hmm. all these pass catchers can't go. So uh, I would play him if McLaurin's out. I know a lot of people are worried about Antonio Gibson. Are you guys, you're still rolling him out there, right? You just you gotta to. temper expectations with that fracture, that hairline fracture in his shit. Got hope for a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, you're hoping that he busts his, you know, one of his two targets for a touchdown like he did the week before. Maybe just maybe with all the receivers banged up, maybe we see McKissick in the slot some. Maybe even Gibson in the slot. And yeah, that that that. that, that no, Gibson field. in the slot. Sorry, okay. I don't. But maybe both. Maybe of them I won't do that. Maybe both of them on the field at the same time or something. I could so see maybe that, Gibson will get a little more, a little more of the pass catching work. Um, but Ricky Seals Jones, he was the pretty much the top waiver wire claim for tight ends this week for the most part, besides Zach Ertz. It's because he got nine targets last week. Yeah, like and he's he on played, the field literally the whole time. Yeah, the only the only person he played <laughs> less snaps than on uh, of the skill positions was Terry McLaurin. So he's he pretty much just subs straight in for the injured Logan Thomas, mm-hmm. and then he's pretty much Logan Thomas, right? Pretty that's much. how you can, that's how you can feel. I think you just, faster. Kind of like when Delvin Cook is out, you just plug in Alexander Madison. I feel with Logan Thomas is out, you just put Ricky Steele Jones in. I mean, at this point, yeah, it's volume, but it was five receptions for 41 yards. I mean. But what if it's five receptions, 41 yards, and a touchdown this week? Hey, and it's possible because you're playing the good. Chiefs, so I like I, the matchup this week. Yes, Ricky Steele-Jones against the Chiefs. I'm going to move on, but if you could look up real quick, if you could try to figure out um, what he was ranked in PPR formats with that five for 41. Like, he might have been tight end eight or tight end seven last week with those numbers, you know what I mean? <laughs> that uh yeah yeah but uh while you're looking at yeah. um jumping to the next game the los angeles rams at the new york giants barkley fortunately steps out of guy's foot last week and rolls his ankle so he's out low ankle sprain they've been really vague with it not really saying how long he's going to be out or a timetable or anything uh galladay always hurt and unfortunately he's hurt again tweaked his knee he's out as well um Canarius Tony's questionable as hell with an ankle, but he should be good to go. Um, starting out with the Rams, how do you feel about Stafford in this uh, matchup, Mike? Start him. You cannot. You can't not start him. Mm. Dallas yeah. Dallas torched the Giants through the air last week. This defense isn't anything to be worried about. But to get back to you, Ricky Seals-Jones was uh, tight end 14 last week. Oh, okay. Not as good as I thought. No. See, I told you. It's 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 the touchdowns that get you over the top. Mm. Um, uh, You're starting Daryl Henderson. Sonny Michelle is his handcuff, obviously. I think he's worth a flex. You might be able to flex him. Um, you're starting Robert Woods after his monster Thursday night game. I think you can I'm, finally feel comfortable with him again. Temper your expectations, though, because this could be a game where the Rams get up big and just run it out. That's why I'm a big advocate of Sony Mitchell this week. Yep. You're starting Cooper Cup. Uh, Ike, you're the resident Pigby owner. Uh, how are you feeling about him? Uh, <laughs> where do you have him in your, your rankings? 11. 
he's gonna be a top he's gonna be a tight end one, but if you have like Ricky Seals Jones, I'd probably do him over him. Zach Ertz, unfortunately you would have had to play him yesterday, but hopefully you did. Because I would have <laughs> him over Higby too. Zach Ertz just, pretty much had the same uh, he's not getting there. enough targets for some reason. It's weird. He's only getting like five at most. Yep. Very touchdown dependent, like you guys said. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add to the play at you. With the Rams, uh, man, no, I mean, Cooper Cup just – I know he's kind of coming down a little bit, but, man, just he's going to remain the same. So, don't feel discouraged. He, he wouldn't have gone down a bit if he, he got tackled at the one, man. If he gets into the end zone. Exactly. Again, we're looking at he's got over 20 points again in PPR. So, don't, don't play it cute. You're starting Cooper Cup. I know Robert Woods. Is, Hell, what? Well, uh, I mean, there's there's two there's other 18, 18, 18, 10 team leagues that I mean probably have plenty of options to go with. Okay, jump into the Giants now. I might go on a rant here because I'm a little annoyed with this. We should have talked Barkley? about it. No, I'm going to go off about Daniel Jones right now. Yeah, we should have talked about it in the injury report, but he got a concussion last week, guys. Like he got popped running into the end zone. He gets up and he's stumbling all over the field or and trying to walk back and stuff. Like you could tell his he wasn't there anymore. His lights were knocked the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> he got carted in the back of the locker room. So the NFL says they are trying to get better with the whole concussion stuff. You mean to tell me his brain is okay to participate in football this weekend? You've got to be kidding me. He takes one hit. And hits his head on that turf, man. It's gonna be lights out again. How on earth is he cleared to play? I mean, like everybody's the, different, man. I well, Plant, that was horrible to watch. When we got hit, I'm like, oh man. And it was his just, own fault. No, no. It's No, I it's football though, man. No, I know, but I'm but saying he, what I'm he, what I'm saying is everybody's different with injuries, man. Sure. I mean, you got I'm people just, that are out for weeks, like Tyrell Williams with a concussion. Everyone and, should be. If you're taking precaution like that, man, and you get rocked and you see him stumbling around like that, he's got to be out with more than just for more than just one week. It's ridiculous. And like as a, a fantasy analyst, I like Daniel Jones being in the game because it's going to help everyone around him. But it's bullshit, man. Sorry for ranting about that. It's also bad coaching. I mean, it's annoying. Uh, Well, I think it's more on the NFL than it is. You you say you're so worried about it, and then you trot a guy out who didn't even know his name. You're trotting him out the following week like everything is okay. His name, though. You don't talk to him personally. I know, man. (laughs) That's my only issue is because we're just outsiders on this. I mean, we only know the information that we're given. Yeah, I guess this discussion is for another time. We can move on. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to start Jones this week if mm-hmm. I have him in a super flex. No. If I'm where there's no guarantee he's going to make it through the game. Like I said, it just no, it worries not. me. But moving on now, I'm going to relax a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let me talk about the other injuries. I mean, obviously, Barkley, he's most likely going to be out. They're going to play it with that ankle and play it safe with the ankle injury. Kenny Galladay, he's going to be out with that hyperextended knee. And this one's kind of hurtful because, I mean, everybody was high on Kadarius Toney uh, after these couple of weeks. I mean, him breaking Odell Beckham's single-game uh, single record. I know you were looking at that one, Ike. Um, 
but he's questionable with an ankle too. Uh, That'd be all right. But Sterling Shepard right. coming back. We're plugging and playing him. And I think. I th- Hold on a sec. <laughs> Hold on a sec. You don't you don't think Sterling Shepard is a good play? Jalen Ramsey is playing that star position, man, and he's been lining up against the slot guy quite often, and he could shut Sterling right the fuck down. That's what I. I thought Kadarius lined up in the slot. That's the problem. If Sterling's there, yeah, it's gonna be Sterling. We haven't seen Sterling and Tony on the field at the same time, and Sterling Shepard pretty much is when he's thrived has been in the slot. Put Tony on the outside because he's got the speed. Yeah, and he should be a low A dot guy. You just get that ball in his hands and he's off. Yeah, he impressed me. But uh, how do you guys feel about Devontae Booker? For anyone that has Saquon, you just plugging him in and you're like, eh, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a short-term solution because you know Saquon's going to be back. He's going to get all the touches out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Especially with all the injuries going on, but uh, we got a real we got a question here right now for a start yeah. sit. Um, are we doing uh, Zach Moss this week against the uh, uh, what is it Tennessee Titans? Oh, nope, Tennessee Titans. Or are we gonna play Javante Williams with Melvin Gordon questionable again against the Raiders? They're both hot, man. Both hot matchups. Um. I Zach think we Moss. keep. Yeah, I think we keep roll with Zach Boss. Like, is that who you have higher in your rankings? Okay, I think I'm with like. I think we roll with Zach Boss still here. Just he's even getting targets. Mm, he's clearly the guy in the backfield now over Singletary. Yeah, it's just, still a split with Williams and Melvin. It is still a split. Mm-hmm. Even it's right down the middle. Passing game, running game. It's a split. At least Zach Moss. He's getting the red zone oh. opportunities. He's getting all three, but. Singletary's still doing some of it. Mm. Yeah, so I think we're going Zach Moss this week, uh, Noah. Um, I think that pretty much wraps up the game. Do we want to mention Evan Ingram or anything, or is he uh, welcome to the toilet turd or what? Yeah, he's – I can't remember where I heard it from, but, you know, he's the if one in a guy. deep league, why not? I mean, he's a top 20 tight end. Usually, you know, you say you trust the process, not the results. Well, he's the one dude that you trust the results, not the process. He gets he's targets, so though. But yeah. the results show it's not worth it. <laughs> He'll start catching them eventually, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I just think he's bad. I'm with the plan. I never want to play him. Some people just don't <laughs> got it. No, nope. uh, I mean, he got four <laughs> targets last week. Jump, jump into the next game, Texans at the Colts. Her tight end, that's surprising. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, for all you people who play with a kicker still, goggles, Rodrigo, he's out this week, guys. Pull him out of your yeah. lineup. Uh, they activated Michael Badgley. Clayus Campbell and the Baltimore Ravens fucked his psyche. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Houston Texans, are you guys starting Davis Mills after his 300 no, game? No, 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 no. Please right. do not do it. So he did it against the Patriots, though, man. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, no, we're not starting. I said that as a joke. I we're pretty. Uh, we can keep, make this one short and sweet. It's pretty much Brandon Cooks and then nobody else in this offense. If Brandon Cooks is probably a high end wide receiver three, maybe low end wide receiver two in this matchup because the Colts are getting thrown on all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys aren't interested in Chris Moore at all. He got five targets, caught all five of them for 109 yards and a touchdown last week. 
I no, I don't think that uh, Davis Mills has a game like that um, again ever. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to get your opinions on him. Somebody's got to catch the ball, right? Yep. Um, Maybe. Pretty, ju- pretty juicy, pretty juicy matchup for the Colts here. Carson Wentz. If you have Russell Wilson, were you able? Should, should you be feel comfortable with picking up Carson Wentz to be your starting quarterback this week? I'm not comfortable with it, Hopefully but ultimately you have no choice. Said. I think you can plug him in. You just don't watch that game because you're gonna be like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh, this could be. I would never feel safe. The Colts defense him. just clamps down. I mean, they had a, a terrible loss last week against the Ravens, giving up that lead. Um, what was it like? 16 points. They were like undefeated, having a 16 point lead at halftime. And they lost that. So I would think the defense really is going to want to show what they could do against this terrible Texans. Their defense mm-hmm. is kind of stinky, Mike. Yeah, but when you run the ball as well as they do, I mean, they can control the game. For the love of God, can they just run it down their throat with Jonathan Taylor? John Taylor, and big week, man. Big week for him. He hasn't had more than six. Oh, sorry. He had 17 attempts as his high this season. He's just, he's not seeing the volume. I don't want to hear it. He, I mean, he's got the most touches in the red zone for a running back. He's just not scoring them. <laughs> That's Which the he problem, will. Al. He will. He's, he, the, I mean, over the last okay. three games, okay, says. Naheem Hines only has nine targets and Jonathan Taylor has eight. I mean, he is getting involved in the passing game, and that was the whole problem with Taylor. I mean, he's finally getting that passing work, so I think it's worth it. And the touchdowns will come, so he's easily high-end RB, too. I I mean you're you're definitely starting him. I wasn't trying to say anything uh, like that, but he's No, but just, you should be positive. He's finally getting I like him a lot in DFS too, by the way. He's oh, cheap. Sure. Cheap for running back. I mean, we got a couple questions here if you want to skip to it real quick. Uh we got Wild Prodigy wants to know why he's got flex options this week. Kadarius Tony, AJ Dillon, Sterling Shepard or Tim Patrick. Pick Kadarius, one for Tony. Tony. Shoot for the stars, my guy, yep. and go with Canaries. Yeah, it was going to be. He has a chance to boom more than the rest of those. Yeah. If you want to, if you're feeling safe, man, it's probably Tim Patrick. Yeah, safe, safe routes, Timmy. Timmy P. Get your use out of him before Judy comes back. They just recently uh, de- designated him to come back from IR, yeah. so it's going to be it's going to be soon. And then we got uh, one more from Error Score. Trade Gibson and Sterling for Cordell Patterson and Mike. Mike Evans and Jamison Crowder. I'm going to say stay pat. Um, you got the best player in the trade right there with Gibson. Um, I mean, Cordell Patterson. Cordero won't be able to keep this up. No, he, he can't keep the scoring production up. And Mike, Mike Evans, Evans is the bust. same way. He's boomer bust. Jamison Crowder is in a bad offense. I mean, yes, the first week he came back, he seen nine targets. But this past week was like I keep one. Gibson. Yeah, I'd keep the Gibson and Sterling trade. Unless you're unless you've been hammered with injuries, maybe go for the depth. I understand it, but I'd keep the you usually want the best trade best player in the trade, and that would be Gibson. Right. right we, let's jump back into the, the Colts here. The pass catchers in this offense. Michael Pittman Jr. We were kind of just eh this offseason with it, but he's kind of starting to show out. Uh getting tired a lot. Oh, Tony's seven in the past three. I mean, he is the number one wide receiver. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton is coming back from injury here pretty soon. He practiced this week, so just something to keep an eye on. But uh, I did see that he should play this week. 
Really? Okay. Uh, I feel like you're still plugging in Michael Pittman as your wide receiver. Absolutely. And feeling cool about it. I, I mean, I do kind of like T.Y. Hilton as a DFS late flyer just because he always has career games against Houston. I don't know what it is. He just kills He's Houston. Coming off an injury, that's gonna be. Tough. I know that's that's what I'm saying, but he just he. It'll be cheap. Uh, okay, uh, I feel like we don't need to talk about the tight ends a whole lot. Um, so I think we can move on to the next one. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals at the Detroit Lions. Uh, on the injury front, Joe Mixon questionable with an ankle. Should be all right. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift has a groin injury. Ike, how's he fine. doing? He's all right. Jamal Williams hip and an illness. Is he all right? The illness is new, so we'll have to see. <laughs> At least it's not COVID. That's what we like to see. Yeah. And then Hawkinson, a knee, he's questionable. How's he doing? He should be fine. Okay. Um, if anybody didn't know, Ike is our resident injury guy <laughs> over at fantasy6pack.net. Oh, he uh, does the injury impact article every week, so check it out. It's uh, hey, he's, our very, he's our very own Stefania Bell. Yep, yep. He's just a he, he didn't go to medical school I did or, not. Or, Princeton, or Princeton, but uh, he does, but he does have just as long as Harrison. Harrison. <laughs> so that's what you get. Yeah, true. But uh, jumping to the Bengals, uh, Burrow, Joe, Joey Smokes, how do we feel? Uh, I was a little scared after that you know, minor throat contusion he had after the Packers last week, but He's back to form, at least from what Zach Taylor's saying. Um, Did you see him get blown up last week? I was I was watching the game with my dad. I'm like, oh no, what <laughs> happened, man? He, uh, I thought it was his knee when he got hit, but he luckily he turned and he got all five. But uh, yeah, I was worried about it. But he got. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what player you're talking about. Now. I thought he was hurt. He stayed down yeah. for a little bit, but he ended up being okay. I think he hit his noodle a little bit on the. On mm-hmm. the <laughs> yeah, he was. Tomorrow right. Chase reminded him where he was. Yeah, uh, we're starting him. Feeling all right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're starting Joe Burrow. They're finally starting to throw the ball with this Mixon injury. Uh, it kind of hampering. I mean, Mixon still was, like you said, injured all week, so I wouldn't be surprised if they – and then you got Samaj P. Ryan out, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if they chuck it over 30 times this game against the Lions. Was Mixon a full go in practice all week, though, Ike, or no? Or he no? was a limited participant, if I limited. remember correctly. Okay. And I know that question was for Ike, but he, Mixon's my boy this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's been all over him. Uh, jump at that. You're starting Mixon this week. Uh, I know he got in the end zone to kind of save his week last week, but he should be healthier and should be healthier moving forward. So you're still plugging him in your lineup. Just tempering expectations still. I mean, I think you're good starting T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. I mean, personally, and I'm the big Tyler Boyd uh, uh, truther here, I think we're benching Tyler Boyd this week. Um, it could get blowout potential. Thank you. Tyler Boyd is just – when it's negative or positive game script for him, it's usually not a good game. You want to talk about uh, starting Anto- uh, Tyler Boyd over Antonio Brown last week? Yeah, it's called being in 20 leagues and you forgot one. <laughs> Get better, man. <laughs> Agreed. Get better. Um, I want to know because, I, I mean, that's pretty much the whole Bengals side of it. I mean, I, we're not starting CJ's Uzanma, in my opinion, unless you guys are comfortable with it. No, 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 not today. No, no, no. But I want to know with Hawkinson banged up, Swift banged up, Jamal Williams banged up with this, you know, illness. And uh, what was it? His hip, I believe. Swift has been banged up all year. Doesn't matter. 
Tyrell Williams is out. Do we like Amon Ross St. Brown in this juicy matchup against the Bengals? I think. In a deep you, league, I would definitely need, throw a dart throw at him for sure. You need somebody to be solid for you. In the past three games, he's gotten 17 targets, and he leads uh, the team in receptions. Mm-hmm. The last two games, this is even better. He uh, had 16 targets. <laughs> exactly my point. I think, yeah, I think we could start him as a – I mean, if you're desperate as a flex in deeper leagues, I think it's worth it this week. Or if you got hit really hard by bye weeks. And you yeah. didn't even mention, Mike, either that Cephas is down as well. Yep. Oh, yeah. Touche. Yeah, totally forgot down. about so, him. Uh, if you're really, really, really needy, I think it, it's not a, not a bad idea. Hey, but uh, we do have a couple more questions if you guys are interested. Uh, guy wants to know if you should trade Mixon, Hollywood Brown, and Robert Woods for Nick Chubb, Chris Godwin, and Michael Thomas. No, sir, don't do that. No, you're, sir. Uh, you're going to be waiting on Nick Chubb for a little bit. We haven't got to the Browns game, but he tweaked uh, his calf, right? Yeah, Late a little inside information before we get there, but yeah, he's injured. He's on IR. If I remember, or no, is he just missing IR, the game? He's just he's missing the game. IR, but it doesn't sound good, guys. Uh, we might be out without Chubb here for a couple weeks, unfortunately. And Hollywood Brown has been surprisingly good. He's been top, really top good. ten receiver this year. I have no problem with you selling high on Hollywood Brown, but but not for those guys. Yeah, that's not high enough for me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No. Um, yeah, especially Michael Thomas. You don't. He you don't know even re- in this and he yet. doesn't even really like the Saints. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, he's someone I have no interest in. Next one, Mike. Next one we got here is Matt. Uh, he wants to know if you should trade Dalvin for Stefan Diggs and Clyde Edwards. Don't like Clyde. No, no, man, don't do, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, if you've been hammered by injuries, I can understand going this way, going this route with you know getting a wide receiver one and getting another running back, but yeah, you got the best player. Receivers are. He could be getting a wide receiver one. He's got like two other running backs that are really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not trading Delvin Cook though. I mean, his, his other option was for our James Conner. Or for Dave. That doesn't make the, that doesn't uh, make it uh, that much better uh, of an offer in my, in our opinions. No. But uh, let's get this one really out, out of the way quick. Cause we already answered it. Pleb. Zach Moss or Javante Williams PPR? If you were here earlier, you would have heard Zach Moss is the smash play this week. Take yep. it easy. I do, I do like Javante Williams this week, but I, yeah, I'll roll with Zach Moss. Um, but we can hop back into our uh, preview. Yeah, yeah, jump back to the Lions. I think the only guy we really – you're still starting Swift. Jamal Williams, yes. flex play. I don't love Jamal Williams in your starting lineup anymore. But mm-hmm. if you've been ravaged by running back injuries, I get it. You gotta play him, uh, but Hawkinson, guys, knee, and he's been struggling a little bit lately. Are we? I mean, I know the position sucks, and you probably wasted fourth round draft capital, fifth round draft capital. Are you starting him every week still, even he's even with him struggling? You probably don't have another option. Who are we talking? Unless about you got Hawkinson. No, yeah, you're starting Hawkinson. I'm sorry, you're starting him over Ricky Seals. Jones? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, jump into the next game then. Uh, the Great Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. David Montgomery's out for at least two more weeks, I believe. Um, on IR with that knee injury. Allen Robinson, it's actually not sounded great for him, is it? I guess, uh-uh, with that, with no. that ankle injury. Yeah. He A little bit worrisome. Yeah. He might, uh, he might be out this week, unfortunately. Yeah, that's but, not great. 
But uh, let's talk about the Packers first. Aaron Rodgers, he's kind of been not great this year, guys. And tough matchup with the Bears. It's hippie Aaron Rodgers now, man. <laughs> How are we feeling about him? You guys start him, but I'm starting him. I mean, it's the Bears. Top this 10. Is the... He's top ten quarterback still. I'm trying to see what he is on the season real quick. Laplante, do you have that pulled up or no? Uh, I can find it for you real quick here. Uh, quarterback, boom, Aaron Jones. Actually, he's 15. I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Jones. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, 15. Yeah, he yeah. has. He has been great. Guys. It's because that first week where he was brutal. I mean, he still well, every I mean, week should be a top. 10 we, we know this with Aaron Rodgers. He's not a yardage guy. He's a touchdown guy. And they haven't – I mean, the touchdowns haven't been there this year. That's yep. as simple as that. You're starting Aaron Jones. Time for expectations a little bit. Bears run defense is pretty solid. Uh, but could get could see work in the passing game. Uh, what do we think about A.J. Dillon, though? He saw some work last week. If I'm not mistaken, saw the, most, saw the theme. most that he's, he's seen. How do we feel about that? Is he then? Is he going to start vulturing touches from Aaron Jones like Jamal Williams did? I only see this because Aaron Jones has been questionable. I mean, AJ Dillon hardly hasn't shown. AJ Dillon's it? been looking good, so they're going to want to get him the ball a little bit at least. I mean, they played the Bengals. Any running Bengals defense has been fine. It is improved. Uh, and they were in a improved. battle will, that whole I game. Admit. I will admit, improved, but I mean. And they're literally in a battle that whole game. Yeah, because of missed field goals, not because of the running backs. <laughs> Four for seven, the, Mason. The worst, yeah! the worst final two minutes. I, I felt bad for both teams, both fan bases, if both ravaged, kickers. If you're ravaged by injuries, you could start Dylan, and hopefully you get him fall into the end zone. Or Yeah, he's yeah. a body, but, I mean, it's if you it. have another option – like I'm choosing. Like, who would you rather have, uh, Jamal Williams or AJ Dillon? Jamal. Oh, no. I don't know the answer. I, I think I'd rather Jamal. have Jamal. <laughs> Just uh, because his role is clearly defined. Yeah. Uh, talking about pass catchers now. Devontae Adams, obviously best in football. Don't even at me with that. He's, no, he's on pace for over 200 targets, man. He's exactly what you drafted. What else are we doing with any of these other pass catchers? Bob Tanyan, to me, is welcome to the toilet, turd. He's gone. I told I he was in my bust article at the very start of the year, and oh, he's driven me right. Because yeah, he, he was so dependent on touchdowns last year. I mean, like most you know, tight ends on the back end of the list, he Not only had 56 much, though, receptions. Man. He only had 56 receptions. I know, but – Jesus. And he, when you have, what was it, 10 touchdowns on 56 receptions, that's almost, that's a 20% damn near 20% touchdown rate. It's just that's hard to repeat. As a Bears fan, I still have nightmares about Randall Cobb. So I'm a little worried about Randall Cobb this week. We don't have Chris Conti anymore, man. Okay. <laughs> He's the, yeah, but we got Duke Shelley. Is, <laughs> I don't think Dang it. next year. Uh, I think you can start Randall Cobb this week against in the flex. Yeah, I think you sure. can too if you're in big, big trouble. That's why I'm not high on AJ Dillon this week. The Bears run defense is good. You know this. I mean, it's going to be a tough one for Aaron Jones as well. The only thing it's going to be a tough one for Aaron too. Hopefully, Clay Mack and Robert Quinn are making an Aaron sandwich. But yeah, I mean, we're we can't stop. We can't start Tanya comfortably unless you're desperate, like me, in a couple leagues. But God damn, man, the Blackhawks lost again. Are you kidding me? 
sucked. At least uh, they got a point for overtime last night. Yeah. But jumping to the Bears now, Justin Fields, guys, he's not running enough. He doesn't have that rushing floor that we thought he was going to. See, unfortunately, he's not someone you can play right now, even in this pretty good matchup against the Packers. Do you guys agree? Yes. Yeah, there's other options out there. Okay. And then no David Montgomery, no Damian Williams now because of COVID. We probably should have talked about that injury guy. Um, Cleo Technically, Herbert. it's not an injury. <laughs> Technically, he's not playing. Cleo <laughs> Herbert. Plug him in. RB2? Yeah, uh, low end RB two flex. He's, he saw eighteen carries last week with David. That's I mean, he's gonna get the he's gonna get some of the. He's not gonna work. get any of the pass catching volume though. He's gonna get some. Who the no, fuck Ryan Nall, no, man. It's Ryan Nall. He's not a pass catching back. I shit you not. That's what I saw. I shit you not. I can't take you serious. Just be ready. Be ready. It's Ryan Nall season. All right, man. Khalil Herbert, you can start him, I think, if you're ravaged by injuries and you're a David Montgomery owner. You feel like he gets you 7 to 12 points or so. Can we – who do we trust the rest of the season more, Darnell Mooney or Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson, don't be silly. Uh, Don't even think about it. Now that Justin Fields is the starter, man, I mean, go ahead, give me your spiel about your stats. Like, I'll let you. He's got a thirty, or what was it? Yeah, thirty-three or thirty-five percent red zone target share, way higher than any other bear receiver. How often do they go to the red zone? He just needs to catch the ball in the red zone. How often do they go to the? You guys would be talking about him completely different if he caught that touchdown in the first or second week or whatever. I mean, the reason I loved Allen Robinson preseason is because he's the volume king. We thought he was going to get all the volume. Now that Darnell Mooney has, you know, emerged on the scene, last three games, you know who has more targets? Darnell Mooney. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, he's getting I more did. air yards. I mean, that that was A-Rob's gig is he got the targets and the air yards. I mean, granted, it was by Andy Dalton. I mean, he's still getting the holes And they were terrible air yards and terrible volume. Now you got a good quarterback that can throw it deep to a guy that's running deep. I, I, I just, just can't believe you're entertaining this idea. I haven't played in the fifth. <laughs> Dylan doesn't want to get yelled at. Move on. Uh, if Allen Robinson doesn't play this week, you're starting Mooney, no doubt. If Absolutely. But I think you're good to start Mooney the rest of the year, in my opinion. No. At least as a flex. Uh, no, I don't. With Justin Fields as the starter. He's probably like where do you have Mooney in your rankings? Thirty-five, probably borderline, probably borderline wide receiver three. Like I said, flex play. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, there's just not enough volume, guys. They're Jair. Jair. Oh, I was just. You're the volume king, man, and there's just not enough volume in this offense. Fields throwing the ball twenty-two times, and you know they're gonna try to stick out with the run to protect him. I. They're, They're gonna try. Enough. There's but just not enough volume in this. Mooney forty-two. You don't. That's you probably don't a little think low that line. you know the Bears are gonna fall behind in this. I, game? Right now, I have it because Allen Robinson, I feel like, is playing. But if he's out, My obviously Mooney is going way up. I don't know if they're gonna fall behind. I think the Bear. I don't think the Bears are gonna win this game. But I think it's gonna be close with it being a divisional game and how slow the Bears' offense is. And don't act like the Packers could stop the run. 
And don't, uh, act, don't, don't act like they can stop the pass right now without Jair Alexander or Kevin King or anything. No, I was that. saying that. I mean, I'm not saying this is going to be a Stokes dude isn't bad. I think this could be a shootout. I mean, you know as well as I do, the Packers can't stop running quarterbacks. It too, yeah, I just think the Bears are just going to move too slow for it to be a shootout. I'm thinking like 21-17 Packers or something, something along those lines. I can't imagine the over-under is very high. The Packers play pretty slow, too, so. Yeah. But, I, yeah, jump into the next game. We're running a little long. We still got quite a bit to go. Yeah. Uh, Packer and Bear fans, and this is a good matchup. <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers at Baltimore Ravens. Pretty pretty sexy game. Um, I'm saying that for a lot of these, but injuries. <laughs> Mike Williams, question roll with a knee. Ike, how's he looking? It'll be fine. <sighs> Uh, I hope he can catch another 70-yard touchdown. <laughs> Sammy Watkins out with a thigh. What's wrong with this thigh, Ike? It hurts. <laughs> Char- Char- Charlie Horse or what? <laughs> that was funny. It hurts, uh, man. It hurts, man. Uh, something to keep an eye on. The Ravens activated Rashad Bateman off. Uh, Do not Earth, start him. So no, but, good, if, but if, don't start him. If he's on the waiver wire, guys, and you're ravaged by injuries, I mean, he's absolutely worth a stash and grab. Yep. Sure. Um, sure, start, sure. Start with the Chargers. You're starting Herbert. Starting our man crush, Austin Eckler, that little sexy bowling ball. <laughs> um, you're starting Mike Williams. You're starting <laughs> Keenan Allen. <laughs> uh, the tight ends, Darnold, or Donald Parham and Jared Cook. Who do you guys like rest of the season? Cook. I mean, that's a dumb question, Cook. Why is it a I dumb think, question? I think Parm was oh, just a one-week. Don't week. you ever how call often, my how often do you again. see? How often do you see the Chargers dropping 42 points? It's going to happen a lot. He's caught touchdowns back-to-back weeks, pal. So settle down and tell, tell me my question, stupid. It is. <sighs> you know, I'll even show you. Let's look at this. Jared yeah, Cook, the past he, three games. Donald Parham, the past three games. One has 13 targets and nine receptions. One has six targets and five receptions. Can you can tell I, me which is which? Can you tell me who has more touchdowns? <laughs> Donald Parham. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> are you. Are you happy that his only two touchdowns of the year came in the past three weeks? I don't like him. I don't like either of them. <laughs> Nope. But, uh, yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. Justin Herbert's fantastic, too. Just want to throw it Oh, he's got such a sexy throw. Yeah. Uh, sexy is the word of the day, apparently, or going around this podcast. Such a tight spiral. Easy. <laughs> what? It is. It's Jumping a tight spiral. <laughs> Jumping to the Baltimore Ravens now. You're starting Lamar. Guys, this backfield, what do we do? Nothing. Don't start it. You anyway. can't see it, but there's a panic button in front of me, and I'm pressing it. Uh, I said not to panic. I mean, it's Lamar Jackson, man. I seen Real it. He has 1,860 yards just by himself on this offense through five weeks. I thought you were going to call him a running back and I was going to punch you. I mean, at this <laughs> point, he's doing everything for the team. He's passing not the ball. He's running the ball. the ball. Exactly. Which I'm sure he could if he wanted they should to. They should try it. It'd be cool. And catch the ball. I don't know why they haven't tried it yet. <laughs> Have Marquise Brown throw him it? Yeah, sweet. Have him catch the deep ball. That'd be sweet. No, I'm not comfortable with any any back, uh, player in this backfield. I mean, nah. it's just too muddied up, man. You don't know who's going to get the touchdown. You don't know who's going to get the work. Uh, I agree. And the best running back doesn't even get the most touches. He gets the least amount, actually. So No, yeah. the best running back's throwing the ball. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Hollywood stud right now. You're rolling with him. Mark Andrews coming off a career game, two touchdowns. I mean, I can't – I don't have it offhand right here. But I want to say it's 30-some fantasy points. It, it was stupid. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, uh, somebody dropped Mark Andrews in one of my leagues a couple weeks ago for two Why? And I was able to scoop him up, and that might Who be are you 13 playing targets, with? 11 receptions, 147 yards, two touchdowns, all career highs for him. Yeah. Play with some competition or something. Settle down, pal. Ah, <laughs> uh, Gemma. Gemma, Gemma. Um, but hold on, what were we talking about? Uh, wide receivers. I mean, with Sammy out, uh, Rashard Bateman is coming back this week. It does have shootout potential. It's going to be a Hollywood Mark Andrews game for me. Uh, no no Rashard Bateman, Bateman coming off this injury. Just I wouldn't trust it enough to start him. Not this week. Wait another week. But jumping to the next one. Couple, probably. Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. Injury, C-Mac, we already talked about it. Goes back on IR after the hamstring setback. Terrible, terrible news, guys. Just terrible. Uh, but go to the but at least he's on the IR. At least he's on the IR now. Though. Go into the Vikings. Kirk Cousins. He's been, eh. he's been okay for the most of the season. How do you guys feel about him in this matchup? I'm out. I'm also out because yeah, the Panthers' the- pass rush is pretty solid. Yeah, the pass. And Vikings line isn't great. And they got Stephon Gilmore finally in the game this week. I'm he's intrigued fine? about that. There you go. Um, oh, he's in trouble. The next one, uh, Delvin Cook, he's not even on the injury report anymore, right? Egg? Nope, he should be good to go. Yeah, obviously you're starting him. Yeah. Sorry about that. You're starting Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen, he's not getting the targets, guys, and he had a goose egg with about – 50 seconds left to go in the game last week. I don't know if you guys saw that. And then the last drive where they went down and got field goal range, he finally caught two passes for, I think, 30-something yards, so ended up having five fantasy points or some shit in PPR formats. If he's not scoring a touchdown, he's kind of useless right now. No, he's he's touchdown or bust. And that's kind of what we thought going into the season anyways. Mm -hmm. He he had double-digit touchdowns last year, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and like, he's obviously like 12 or something. Yeah, it might have even been 14 or, or yeah, something silly like that. Um, but no, I, I with Dalvin Cook finally back in it, I think that's the key for Adam Thielen. I mean, when Dalvin Cook's been out of the game, Adam Thielen's not receiving very many targets. It's I think Dalvin Cook is the key to him scoring touchdowns. As as dumb as that sounds. No, I think it's just Justin Jefferson now. He's getting well, I mean, more reds on targets, if I'm not mistaken. Or starting to. He's the dude. He's the dude for sure. The um, dude. You're not starting Tyler Conklin. Sorry, we talked about that on the Sunday social that you could. Unfortunately, he's just not. Mm, agreed. Not, not seeing enough. Not seeing enough volume. But jump it over to the Panthers. Sam Darnold started out hot. He was leading the league in uh, rushing touchdowns, which was weird. But... Um, <laughs> I think he's going back to benches now. Yeah. With CMC having that setback again. And he Darnold was really good with CMC on the field and 
it's a little he obviously loses some with him off. Are you guys out on him like I am this week? I'll be honest with you, I'm not. It was one hmm. bad week. I mean, I, I want to ask this of you guys. I mean, a lot of people having this Russ Russell injury, uh, Russell Wilson injury. You got to pick between Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm letting Sam Darnold. I think it's Carson Wentz. Really? Do you trust Carson Wentz? You might laugh. Is there another ask. option? No, because those are about the two. I mean, if anything, Sam Darnold's probably dropped this week. I'll give you another. I'll give you another yeah. option. Like, what about Ben Roethlisberger against Seattle? <laughs> I'd rather go with Geno Smith. <laughs> Don't be stupid. That's a sec, That's a juicy matchup for Roethlisberger. It his is. Last, it probably is last Sunday night football game ever. I don't ever trust starting Ben anymore. You couldn't pay me to do it. <laughs> But uh, Chuba Hubbard, plugging and playing him. Yep. Oh, hoping for the best. He's fine. Yeah. So, you know, um, touche out all you uh, running back haters that like to draft their uh, backups just in case of injuries. Uh, DJ Moore, you're starting him. He had a down week last week, but should be good to go. He'll be Still a wire receiver one. He'll be fine. Uh, Robbie Anderson, guys, put the turd in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, stop. You can you don't Stop start starting him, him man. and just feel like dropping him if you want. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think no. You can't drop him. What He's do you mean you can't drop him? Mike. Marshall is literally running as many routes as him, just not getting the targets yet. As soon as that happens, which will happen this year, I'm assuming it's j- just get it over with now. Try and trade him if you can. Who would you rather have? I don't get, but that hasn't shown shit all season. Who would you rather? He have? is not I'm playing Ron, well. I'm in we Ross are talking Brown about just Robbie rostering Anderson. him. I would rather have Robbie Anderson on my roster than Ross. Robbie Anderson probably hasn't seen as many targets as Amon Ra has <laughs> in two games and four games. I know he had eight the one week or whatever, but ever yeah, everything has been, but only like five of them in the past three games. Robbie Anderson has 20 targets compared to Terrence How Marshall's many catches? 11. How many catches? Eight. Yes, he has a bad – it's still <laughs> leading over Terrence Marshall. He has more yards than Terrence 20 Marshall. targets, eight catches. He's still – that's volume. But he can't catch the ball anymore. Welcome he to lost the, it. Welcome he lost to the, it. Some people lose it. Toilet, turd. He's gone. Drop mean, him he's, not, he's not drop worthy. That's all I'm saying. 100% drop worthy. Uh, You're in a 10-team league? Yeah. Jump into the next game, Arizona Cardinals against the Cleveland Browns. Before we jump in, though, how about we answer a couple questions? Bobby Schmurter wants bench one, PPR. Deontay, Jefferson, McLaurin, or Tyreek? First of all, we love your drafting. That's awesome. Fortunately, it's probably McLaurin, man, because that's what I say. He can tweak that hamstring if he does. You can't risk that. Deontay's got a juicy matchup against Seattle, so yeah, McLaurin. Jefferson's money as usual. One more, uh, Conwayon wants to know should I trade AJ AJ Brown and Aaron (laughs) Jones for James Robinson and Jamar Chase? I think it's a thinker. That is a thinker. I'll give you that. Jamar Chase. Aaron Jones will finish higher than Robinson, and AJ Brown's going to figure it out. I don't know if I agree. I'm going to go the other way. I think he pulled No. Why? Jamar Chase has to deal with T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon to deal with. And all A.J. Brown has to deal with is a washed-up Julio Jones. I mean, and King Henry, but. 
Like, do you not care about production when it's right in your face? Or are you just going out on a whim hoping to see something like you are? Why Robinson? Aaron Jones beats eight. James Robinson out of the water. I bet you James Robinson eight right now. You know that, I. That's fine. I bet eight, you, you so you're telling me A.J. Brown's going to stay as wide receiver 40 or no, whatever he is? He's going to get better, but you think Jamar Chase is going to fall off? Yeah. Why? T. Higgins is finally coming back healthy. He's going to get a lot of the targets. He's already getting a 25% target share. Chase is uh, – I, I disagree with you there, man. He's really getting is. all of his points off touchdowns. No, he isn't, actually. He's got uh, – How many touchdowns does he have? Six? Five, and he also has 456 yards. Yeah. Okay, take away about two of those touchdowns because he's that he probably shouldn't have that many right now. The problem I mean, is he's he got the same as Cooper Cup. That's the problem is he can't take away touchdowns. So like, and I bet you James Robinson has outscored Aaron Jones at least the last two out of the three weeks. Somewhere that around there. Aaron, I don't think – I mean, Aaron Jones is solid. Uh, I think he's Aaron Jones five. is running back nine. James Robinson is running back 11. Yeah, and that was with Robinson being tied with. And they have a four-point four <laughs> discrepancy in PPR formats. That's what Aaron think, Jones losing time was, to A.J. Dillon. So I, James Robinson losing time to? Nobody anymore. He's just not as good. I'm not going to disagree really? with you there, but he's going to get more volume. You guys are crazy. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a thinker. I think it's a thinker too. I think you pull the trigger, man. I think you guys are way too high on Jamar Chase. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with production and not just guessing with stuff, man, to be honest. All right. So I I'm with So you're thinking Jamar Chase is gonna get keep up that touchdown pace? No. But he's still that, you, that, act like, you act like he's Mike Evans though, like like he's seeing two catching two targets for two touchdowns. That's not what's happening. He's, he's also catching. doing this without T. Higgins there for the past Higgins two. Well, T. Higgins, Higgins was there last was week, there but last two and three no, weeks ago, two and running. three weeks ago, he was gone. Chase is the number one receiver in that offense, man. It's as Keep simple saying as that. that. Keep thinking that. He was one Higgins on the field. It's a three-headed monster, guys. Jamar Chase leads it with 24 targets in the past three games. T. Higgins has 22 in the past three games, and same with Tyler Boyd, 22. Does, They're all about the Higgins, same. It's just Higgins Jamar Chase is getting his touchdowns this year. Class played probably. Oh, I'm assuming. Jamar Chase is just killing it right now. You can't deny the production. I know, had. but it's all touchdowns. It's a lot of touchdowns. It's not. I was gonna say it's that. not all touchdowns. I mean, in the last three games, Jamar Chase has double the amount of yards than T. Higgins. Yeah, and Tyler it, it's not just touchdowns. T. Higgins has played one game the past three games. But you're saying it's all he didn't touchdowns. Get 15 tar- he didn't get 22 targets <laughs> right. in the in one game the past three games. We got to move on, guys. We got to move on. We're <laughs> running entirely too late. We're yeah, we got one more question. Uh, start Hollywood or Tony? Hollywood. Yeah, mm-hmm. start Hollywood. Hollywood. Let's go back to this Arizona Cardinals-Cleveland Browns game before I see this blood vessel pop out of Dylan's head anymore. Chase Edmonds' shoulder is questionable. Like, is he good to go? Be, I'm, I'm assuming he's fine. He was having a shoulder problem last week, and he was able to tough it out and play through it. Uh, Nick Chubb is out with the calf, like we talked about. AJ Green is questionable. How's he doing? He's, he's going to play. Yeah. Okay. And then I know Kareem Hunt was on the injury report with something, too. He's uh, fine. He'll be fine. Uh, Baker Mayfield, guys, for some reason, you're rostering him in one quarterback. Leagues don't anymore. He's uh, you could throw him away as well, and if super flex, probably throw him on your bench too. 
Um, Kareem Hunt, running back one now, especially with Nick Chubb out. A running back, A RB1, not the RB1, but he's been great. It's just going to be better. Um, Odell, what do we do with him? Is he droppable yet or not yet? Not yet. Let's hope he gets traded. There's something not going good with him and Baker. They just don't got it together. Yeah, Baker hasn't been good either. Because if you look, Odell's been open for some, at least some of his routes. Yeah. It's just it's not a very pass-friendly team. I mean, in the past. past I mean, Baker's not hitting him. He's just missing him a lot. It's weird. No, it's a terrible catch percentage. Only Mm. 47.4% catch percentage in the past three games for Odell. Like, they're just not on the same page. Yeah. And Juice Juice Landry's back this week, right? They activated him off IR. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, uh, you don't want to start either of them yet. But David Njoku, blowing up last week. How do we feel about him with the way tight ends are? I mean, he caught all nine of his targets. He had a uh, who knows, six yards, one touchdown. But you got to look at Austin Hooper too. Austin <laughs> Hooper had eight targets as well. And they probably won't see that many targets again, especially with Landry coming back. I mean, you might see it with Nick Chubb. Being they probably out. won't be in that high scoring of a game. Like no, Cleveland Browns are never in that high scoring of a game usually. No, that was weird for them. But jumping over to the Cardinals now, you're starting Kyler. Uh, running backs, James Chase Edmonds, or you guys want James Conner? I think I'm gonna Chase. want uh, Chase Edmonds in this one. It could be a shootout ish. I mean, I I'm not I'm not saying it's gonna be you know as high scoring as last week, but Cardinals are gonna score on the Browns. And Conner's touchdown dependent. I'm like I'm like Jamar Chase. Um, You're so stupid. <laughs> wide receivers in the Cardinals offense. Hopkins, you're starting him even though he's kind of been. Eh. I want to. Who do you start? AJ Green, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk. Who are you starting? And this one, I'm thinking I'm going to go with uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, the secondary for the Browns, they're not great, but they're fast. They're going to be able to lock down AJ Green, uh, Rondell Moore. I mean, he's he's the weapon guy. We've we've said it before. So I think I'm leaning Kirk this week. Mike, what do you think? Do I have to choose one of them? Absolutely. I'll say AJ Green. Okay. Uh, I'm not talking about the tight ends. We'll talk about tight ends and Zach Ertz next week with the Cardinals. So jumping to the next one, the Las Vegas Raiders, Denver Broncos. Guys, I don't want to talk about the Gruden stuff. It, I think we could just I was hoping we didn't. Yeah, Joe and Mike talked about it on the Fantasy Six Pack Hours. So if you guys want to hear the scoop on that, just uh, go back and check that out at the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel. I don't feel like getting into it. Um. Just from no, he's kind of a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Uh, injuries: Melvin Gordon questionable with a hip injury. He's kind of been battling that the last couple weeks. Like he's fine. You definitely have to wait and see up for Sunday for sure. He's banged up for sure. That's yeah. not good for my Scott Fishbowl team. I'm so banged up right now. It's not even funny. No C. My quarterbacks no, are, dude. I got no C. H. No Chris Carson. Now it's uh, it not looking good for my Scott Fish. Uh, but jumping into the Raiders offense, Derek Carr had a smoking hot start. I think he's the NFL <laughs> passing leader for the first three or four weeks, but he's he was, all, he was MVP. Literally, super people are like, Hey, you might be an MVP. <laughs> nope. <Hey. laughs> <laughs> no, no, no there, there he is again. There's that man. <laughs> 
Uh, but I, especially in this matchup against Denver, you're not starting him unless you have to in a super flex or something. You better uh, not have to start him. <laughs> but Josh no, I... back in healthy LaPlante. Um, how do you feel about him in this matchup? Not great. Uh, this, I mean, they could be up, uh, but Josh Jacobs, they still don't involve him in the damn passing game. I don't, I, that could Hopefully this changes now that Gruden's finally out. Um, I am intrigued on the offense now. But they but, can't just switch it up, though, guys. Not this what, week. They're not going to. I'm just gonna. Hey, fuck it. We're Gruden's gone. He was our play caller. Let's just change the whole fucking thing. Learn how. Uh, why not, bro, dude? You got nothing they, to they're lose. Three, they're, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They're three and two. It's not like they're zero and five or something. They would be literally the right. embodiment of Vegas. Then just fuck it. <laughs> I love it. At this point, I'm thinking Josh Jacobs is just touchdown dependent. No. Yeah, he's, he's still a, got Rome out there as RB two. Yeah, he's in a mid tier RB two with the injuries, man. I was gonna say, but in the past three games, he's only averaging like three point two yards an attempt. Coming back from injury, you'll see that a lot from Jacobs. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> but the pass catchers in this: Hunter Renfro, Henry Ruggs. Do we finally get to see Henry Ruggs used right? Maybe. No. If, okay. You said the offense isn't changing, so unlikely. Okay. <laughs> and I got sources plugged in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything to add the plan or no? Uh, I am, I am intrigued on Henry Rocks to see if he does get involved a little bit more. I mean, teams have been blanket coveraging Darren Waller, and so they can't just yeah. hyper target him. So they got to throw it to somebody else in this offense. Uh, yes, Hunter Renfro is getting the targets, but he's not going to be able to bust one like Henry Rocks can. Uh, hey, you start Renfro on your flex, but it's it's a guy who's going to get you eight to ten points and. Five catches for 50 yards, something like that. But it, I don't enjoy it. Uh, are you panicking on Waller, LaPlante? No, I'm not panicking on him. It's just this offense needs to get a second threat. Other how, do you than feel, how do you feel as a Waller owner, though? Because you probably wasted a second-round pick on him for the most part. I shouldn't say wasted. I'm sorry. You used the second-round pick on him, but he's just kind of a meh. I mean, he's still – Top six in targets in the past three games. That's what you like out of these. In the NFL? Yeah. Oh. He's got 22. He's just not with, catching uh, on that much, is he? Kyle tied with Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts, man. I mean, Kyle Pitts? Tied. Are you talking yeah. about tight ends or total? Tight ends. Oh, well, yeah. That's not as good <laughs> as I thought. Well, that's, no. what you, that's what we're talking about, tight ends here. I what know, but I, to I, I to a uh, wide receiver? Yeah, if Pitts is out targeting him or same as him, that's a little worrisome. To be honest with you, I was what kind of wanted you to compare to him to a wide receiver because you took him in the second Where a wide receiver could be. You you took it for the positional advantage of a tight end that was going to be involved in the offense like a wide receiver. Right, Mike, but he's not giving you the positional advantage. That's what I'm trying to say lately. That's why I'm asking you if you're panicking on him. Like last week he had 10 points, right? That's fine. Yeah, but he's getting the targets. That's what we like. I mean – I'm not freaking out about him. It's just kind of you probably got to feel pretty good. In the past, in the in the past three weeks, he's seen as many targets as. Stop telling me targets, man. (laughs) I'm telling you targets because that's what that's volume, man. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hunter Renfro, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Metcalf, Marquise Brown. If only you got those weird names. If only you got fantasy points for targets, you'd be great. Uh, But uh, jumping in. 
to the Broncos, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, two QB leagues. You're not starting him this week, guys, in one quarterback leagues. Uh, we kind of already talked about Javante Williams in our questions earlier. He's good. Um, the way running backs are, you probably have to start him. If Mount Gordon isn't playing, you better be playing Javante. Yes, yeah. match play Javante. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide receivers, like we said, Judy was activated off IR. I don't think he's playing right. No. Okay. Uh, Tim Pasher, Cortland Sutton. How do you guys feel about them? Both these guys, uh, wide Cortland. receiver threes and flex plays? Yeah, I, I, this week they, they are, uh, but once mm-hmm. Judy comes back, I think Tim Patrick's going to go back to that week-by-week uh, week flex play. Yeah. How about Noah Fant? I like Noah Fant. Uh, I mean, he's, he finally he's getting – I don't – I, I like him. I think he'll be – but once Judy comes back, it might be a little rough. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Uh, jumping to the next game, Dallas Cowboys at New England Patriots. Injuries here is pretty much just Zeke. He's banged up from landing on the pylon last week. Yeah. Um, Dak, you're starting him. Zeke, you're starting him. How do you feel about Tony Pollard lately, LaPlante? I love Tony Pollard. Uh, he's getting involved a lot more than I ever thought he would. Uh, we have it right here. I mean, he's like running yeah. back top 30. Yeah, I mean, he's what was it? He's actually top ten in the uh, top ten in the NFL in uh, rushing yards. You know that? Him and yeah, I saw that the other day. He saw he see double digit attempts his last four games, which is pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, in the last three games, he has thirty five attempts and five targets. It's kind yeah. of he's he's oh, yeah doing, about ten a game. I don't know. He might be out targeting Zeke too. I think this offense is just good enough to be able to support two running backs. Yeah. Um. What are we doing with the wide receiver cores, though? Uh, CD's been a disappointment. Amari Cooper's been a disappointment besides the two boom games he's had, and we're going into week six, and he's only had two good games. Um, it's kind of Dalton Schult- the Dalton Schultz show right now, guys, believe it or not, which is super weird to think about. Uh, but I want to say he leads the team in targets the last two or three games. How do we feel about Amari Cooper and CD, Ike? Uh, you you still got to start him, but you got to be worried a little bit. But I feel like C.D. Lamb will figure it out, obviously, Amari Cooper too. But they'll have their weeks where they'll get you six points probably. They got to stop kicking the shit out of everybody is the problem. <laughs> their defense <laughs> needs to stop being good. Yeah, they got to stop kicking the shit out of everybody for fantasy purposes. I mean, they haven't been playing the best offenses. They played the Giants last week. The mighty, mighty Giants. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Dalton Schultz is an every-week starter at the tight end position, guys, and don't even think twice about it. He's putting up some insanely high, like, efficiency numbers that will go down more than likely, but he's still going to be a tight end one for the rest of the year. Tight end one that you traded away. Yeah, (laughs) he's now got a bummed ankle. He's a a free agent this coming year. Um, He might get paid this offseason. Yeah, and I think people thought Blake Jarwin was the guy. <laughs> they, Why? Paid, they, they paid him. That goes back to the Robbie Anderson contract. They paid Blake Jarwin, man, and they don't use him to play. <laughs> they didn't pay him nearly as much as Robbie Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie Anderson's but, not as much as you think, though. But uh, jumping to the New England Patriots. What was it, 14? 11, 14? 14 11, maybe? I don't know. That's a lot of year. Mac and Cheese, not Mac really. Jones has been – Eh, up and down. Uh, I think you you can't you can't start Mac Jones. I mean, no. I never. It's not enough volume. 
And it's not deep. Go ahead. And the only pass catcher you want to start in this offense is probably Hunter Henry. And it's not – you're still not really – Jacoby Myers is a bad option. Yeah, he's okay as well, too. Uh, seeing the Fair flex. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I this week – there's this week especially because they're playing the Cowboys. They're going to be down. The big thing I want to talk to you guys about, though, is the backfield. Brandon Bolden, pass catcher. Damian Harris – Goal line back and kind of just the bell cow back, supposedly, but he can't hang out of that goddamn football. Cost him a game earlier in the season, week one with a fumble. Last week, tried to stretch a ball over the uh, goal line for a touchdown, fumbled again. And now he's battling a rib injury. He should be good to go, but is he going to be limited in carries with that rib injury? We might see, see Ramondre Stevenson a lot. And I know the coaches like Stevenson. You might see Stevenson actually a little bit. I mean, Steve hopefully, might, I want he might to. be out of the doghouse finally. Mm. He actually but, might be better than Damian but Harris. You, but you can't, you can't remember what he was in the doghouse for. He fumbled, fumbled the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. so it, it very easily could go back to Damian Harris's way. For Andre can't hold on to the ball either. Do we want to start mm-hmm. any of these guys, guys? With, I, I mean, the only one personally <laughs> that he, I don't. Well, I have to start Damian Harris in a couple leagues just because yeah, I'm in Brandon most people have to start Damian Harris, but I think in a matchup like this where they're going to be down most of the time, it's going to be Brandon Boland is probably going to have more upside. Yeah, yeah, it's just not good, guys. All right, good. Uh, let's try to run through these last two games pretty quickly. This one we don't really have to talk about a whole lot. Sunday night football, Seattle Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Chris Carson, guys, this one hurts my insides. He's out with the neck injury. I don't think he's going to play again. He got this placed year. on I- IR. Um, it's a sucky situation. Uh, Russ Mann obviously out with a finger injury. It's the Geno Smith show. Make it quick Hell and yeah. easy. You're not starting him. Um, if you're a Chris Carson owner, you might be handcuffed into starting. Um, Alex Collins is just a tough matchup. So kind of like what we saw with him having eight points against the Rams. Maybe you see that again. Do you guys agree with that? I probably wouldn't expect much more. Hey, it's going to get volume, but it's not going to be great volume, especially now that Russell Wilson's out. Agreed. But I want to talk to you guys mostly about um, the wide receivers here because Gerald Everett's kind of irrelevant right now. I know we kind of like them coming in, but eh. Um, Tyler Lockett and DK. I know DK and Smith had looked like somewhat of a good connection last week. DK caught the touchdown once Gino came in and stuff. Who, who are you worried about more, Lockett or DK Ike? Lock it. Based strictly off of what happened last week. That's all I can base it off of. Okay, LaPlay, what do you think? I like DK. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, I think we're all on the same page here. I think, uh, LaPlay, I want to say you talked about a little bit on Joe's podcast. Lockett's more of the deep ball guy. Yep. And Russell's Which is the best, weird. And Russell's well, the Lockett's the one that guy. has that that connection like Aaron Rodgers has with Devontae Adams. Yeah. Yep. And, and like, that's yeah, the reason what, what, what gives him that value because he just knows where he's going to be whenever he's going to be. Right. Because of sure. that Gino Smith. That's why you see some of the ridiculous catches in the back of the corner of the end zone and stuff that Lockett catches with Russ. I agree. He was at Lockett was in my sit column this week. I don't necessarily want to sit him if you don't have a better option, but he could be the guy that gets hurt most in this offense. Mm-hmm. No, that's Chris Carson. He's hurt. <laughs> he ain't playing again. <laughs> was that, some kind of, that was some kind of sick pun, you sick bastard. Oh, 
Gross. But, uh, jumping to the Steelers. Uh, I talked about it. You can start Ben this week, guys. I don't recommend him ever, <laughs> except for right now. His last Sunday night game, probably ever. I want. They, I think they didn't. I think they didn't flex this game because of that reason. That they think that this is his last one ever. I think he's gonna have a good week against this really, really, really bad Seattle defense. Jamal Adams can't cover anybody. Well, Plant, can you jump on the uh, Big Ben train with me or no? No, come on, ride a train. I'm gonna leave that all to you. Yes. (laughs) And if uh, people come back to us and they're upset that you recommended Big Ben this week against the Seahawks, you're gonna be the one to deal with that one. (laughs) Come at me. In our uh, Dynasty Gods League, our Superflex League, where I'm uh, five and zero, just want to throw that out there. I, I lost. I lost, I lost uh, Russ Man and have to start Ben. And, uh, I mean, that's yeah. different. Yeah, if you're losing, if you're losing Russ, I can see that. I can see yeah. why. But I mean, there's plenty of other options. You don't. You don't want to go into a matchup with Big Ben. They drafted a running back to make it a more balanced offense. They have a defense that they want to slow the game down with. And then control it with the run game. I just can't get behind Big Ben. I get it. Um, Najee Harris, you're starting him. He's a shit ton of targets, and he is good. He's good. He's really he good. Yeah, yeah I, I'm glad yeah. he did. Mike and I, Mike and I, were down on Swift. We got that one wrong. Ike, you were down on Najee. You got that one wrong. It's it just you were more wrong. Easy. <laughs> Bullshit. You guys said Swift yeah. was. So, oh, I was yeah. pretty. Uh, yeah, I was rough on Swift this offseason. <laughs> I just the didn't want to worry. Was getting drafted. That's all. The pass catchers I want to talk to you about again. Juju, he's out with the shoulder injury. Deontay Johnson, he sees a ton of targets. Ike, you're the resident hater of Chase Claypool. Oh my god, I'm not <laughs> a hater. What plan? I think he'll be fine, but the Steelers could easily win this game by a lot. See an automatic start in your eyes moving forward, too? Well, I mean, did you know in the last three games, Claypool has led this team in targets? Yeah, I did, actually. Isn't Deontay been out for one of those games? Or at least half a game? I mean, that's that's his shtick. (laughs) (laughs) What about about James Washington? He had 11 targets in the past three games, but I mean. Uh, You probably leave him on the waiver wire. Yeah, he's going to be a boomer bus guy. I mean, uh, but I think the, I, who do you have higher in your rankings? I'm assuming Deontay over Claypool. Is it pretty yeah, close? Yeah. I think they probably both. Claypool, I'm pretty sure, is top 20 yeah. still. Yeah, sure, sure. Both are definitely top 20. Uh, not doing anything tight end-wise for the Steelers, even though Pat Farmers, he's cool. <laughs> but uh, Monday Night Football, Buffalo Bills at Tennessee Titans. We don't have anyone on the injury report here from injury guy. Ike. Julio's so, back. So Julio is back. AJ Brown is back. I know he played last week, but he was limited. Should be good to go 100% this week, hopefully. Um, you're starting Josh Allen. We already told you earlier you're starting Zach Boss, right? Yep. Are we panicking on Stefan Diggs? Like, no, struggling. This is his week, man. This is his week. This is his week. Do you have any cool stats to point us towards why? No. How about in the past three games, he still leads his team in targets? You're good. Well, no shit. That's cool, man. He's not I mean, getting his touchdowns right now. Which... It's, no, his his issue is he's not getting those deep targets. He's he not might... leading the he's not leading this team in in yards per target. He's only at nine point four. Well, when you have no, it's Emmanuel Sanders at thirteen point one. What's Dawson Knox's? Just let me tell you here, whatever the over is, eleven point nine. 
whatever the point total is for this game, go over. <laughs> the Bills might drop 40 on these guys. Against the and Titans. it's going to be all over because the Bills are going to push the over. It's not going to be the Titans yeah. pushing the over. <laughs> yeah, Bills just don't give a fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're just going to go. But all right. uh, uh, Manny Sanders, Gabe Davis, how are we feeling about them guys? Eh. I would start Manuel Sanders. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean, he's he's touchdown dependent, but it, he's being looked and the A dot. His air yards is insane, man. Exactly. I mean, he lead, like I said, he leads this team in uh, yards per target. I mean, that's what you love to see. And then you're starting Dawson Knox, which is wild to say, but I feel like super weird. Knox is obviously got, they played two different positions, but Knox is eating into Stephon Diggs' target share a little bit. I feel like. Unfortunately, a little bit, yeah. You got to think, Knox was. Big still got high target share, though. The tight end position position for the Bills last year was complete nothing. And now we're talking about Dawson Knox as a top 10 guy. So he'll cool down, but he's definitely going to stay at tight end one. Okay. I agree with you there. Uh, But jumping over to the Titans, Ryan Tannehill against Buffalo LaPlante. How are we feeling, pal? Not good. Buffalo's no. got a de- good defense this year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill has been shaky. <laughs> yeah, he's just not not, a, not, inf- not efficient. That offensive line is stopping him from being. He's missing. He's missing Arthur. It's Derrick Henry season. <laughs> yeah. yeah Another guy who's shutting me up. Yeah. Starting uh, him. I got uh, a question here though, and it's a tough one, so I just want to uh, get this by you guys. Guy has uh, Scott has George Kittle. He, he wants to know if he should hold him through three to four weeks. I already asked him. His backup is Fant. And I believe Alex Collins is available on an upgrade on his. He would drop him. He would have to drop no. Kittle for Alex Collins. Yeah, I would his trade him back before is, dropping his him. His fant. Trade before dropping him. If you if you could trade him for a two for one and then get Alex, it's hard Collins to trade an injured guy. You know I know. I mean? It's George Kittle though. Ike, but what does that mean? He's somebody still going to have to miss out on weeks. Somebody's still going to have to miss out on three to four weeks with George Kittle. Well, I, I feel like you got to think about Alex Collins as Carson for the most part now. Am I right or no? No. But Kittle's also shown you nothing, man. He's shown you nothing. <laughs> See, like these right. wide receivers in the lineup. He's yeah, shown Scott, you nothing. But at the tight end position, he's showing you nothing. He's still, what before getting injured, was still – Top, one of the top tight ends. Mm-hmm. But he's always injured, too. I've done with yeah. him. I didn't oh, draft yeah. him anywhere. Oh, yeah. I, I used to have him, too. Uh, I'm over him. LaPlante, what were you going to say? I'm over him as well. And uh, Scott Scott agrees with us that nobody wants Kittle with only four bench spots. Yeah. Oh, wow, four, damn, but still. I mean, if man, you're desperate, man. Bench. That's yeah, if if you're if you're desperate and you're you know you're on the short end of a, a losing record, I I think going with the depth of Alex Collins is the play, the, especially with Fant as your backup. I mean, if you if you were rocking somebody like uh, who is it, Dallas Goddard, I'd be like, uh, even so, Dallas Goddard's going to be good though. Yeah, without without Ertz there. But yeah, man. Sorry, we didn't really give you a whole lot of help there. <laughs> no, I, I would say I say drop Kittle. I, I mean, would. I, if you, you might get lucky. How many then, team? How many team league is it though? The bench is short, it could, so it could mean like maybe it's a sixteen team league. I mean, or, if it, uh, no, it's not a sixteen team league. If Alex Collins is a free agent, yeah, right, so ten I, or twelve then, or yeah, yeah. I 
I don't know. That's uh, tough. I think it's worth a drop because you're gonna get Chris. You're gonna get Alex Collins as a starting running back. I mean, yeah, you're and not problem, missing out on weeks. Is, if you're dropping Kittle, you better it better be for someone you're gonna want to start. And if you Alex have to Collins. start Alex Collins, then have fun with ten points a week. <laughs> um, well, yeah, let's wrap this up real quick. Talk about the pass catchers and the Titans. Uh, like I said, they're both back from hamstring injuries. I think you can start them both, right? Oh, yeah, but it's not confident. This defense is just really good right now. The Bills, man. Yeah. I, I want to like know who Tredavious is going to line up on. I'm going to guess A.J. Brown, I'd like to think. Or maybe he just sits on the one side of the field and whoever happens to go over there, that's who he's covering. That's probably what he should do. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But, yeah, I, you start both of them. You don't love it. Uh, but they might see garbage time with we believe that the Bills are going to kick the shit out of like A.J. Game. more than Julio. Yeah. For sure. And then, uh, yeah, the tight end position is really nothing for Tennessee, but I think mm-hmm. we can wrap this up. I think we can oh. wrap this up. We'll find, we got another we're going to wrap it up, but we got one last question for a first-time viewer, so obviously we're going to help him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in PPR. Do you like Gibson or Hubbard this Ooh. week? It's a good one. You got Gibson mm-hmm. against the Kansas City Chiefs, and then you got the Carolina Panthers. Oh, man, who was it against? Vikings, I think it was. Yeah, yes. Vikings. That is a good one. Full PPR. I think I'm leaning Hubbard. I think I'm leaning Gibson, actually, still. I'm going Hubbard. Hubbard's going to get the full workload, the passing game and the running game. There's no guarantee. Gibson's I'm worried about McKissick. Game. Game. Like, Hubbard could easily have a bad day but be saved by six receptions. Sure. Yeah. Where, I mean, if Gibson has a bad day, he won't, he won't, he won't see the passing volume. Like, I wish he would. Yeah, no, we all do. Converted all wide receiver, receiver, and they don't use him as a wide receiver. Hey, yeah. Why not? Yeah, he 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 says he's concerned Gibson won't get the touches. Agreed. Yeah, go ahead with Chuba then, man. Yeah, shoot uh, for the it, stars, man. Thanks for the question. Appreciate it. Um, Appreciate the first time view as well. Yeah, guys, Laplanche just posted it on the bottom. Follow us on Twitter at Mike Laplan at be like Mike with underscore two eyes. Uh, I'm at D Clemens twenty two twenty two, and Ike is uh, at Ike two one two one. We should probably uh, put fancy football in our names, huh? Like <laughs> FF. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as always, please like and subscribe to the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel, and please like the Wolfpack podcast, uh, Fantasy Football podcast on Apple, um, Spotify. Any platform Google, you listen to it. If you any platform, it. we're on it. Uh, if you can leave us a review, we really appreciate it. It helps us out a bunch. Um, we're still giving away this Jerry Judy side mini helmet, guys. Still uh, some time to get in. Yep. All you got to do is click that it's subscribe gonna pick button. It's going to pick up now that he's off the IR, I swear. <laughs> we'll, plan, we'll probably pull a winner this week, right, on that. I think we talked about that. Yeah, the we, were gonna, we were going to wait till 500 subscribers, but we're still a little further away from that. It's yeah, we'll uh we'll pull that at some point this week. Uh, but yeah, everyone who watched, uh, thanks for that, and uh, good luck in your matchups. And we'll talk to you next week. We'll be back uh, Friday night Friday. next week, right, guys? Yep, absolutely. Friday oh. night at about nine o'clock, I believe. Uh, Should be eight. Sorry, let me let me. I'm throw fine with pushing it towards eight if you guys want to. Let me throw this shameless plug into um, Sunday mornings at ten o'clock Central Time. Uh, myself and the plant do the Sunday social podcast for the website. As Don't well. make me be there again, man. Ten thirty. Starts, starts okay. Starts it live stream. 
Uh, if you guys got any more questions, feel free to hit us up and we will answer your questions live on the stream right away, kind of like we did tonight. So, and if you have any breakfast questions, we'll answer that as well. Yep. And uh, our boss, Joe Bond, will be on the uh, on the stream as well with us. And top five fantasy pros ranker a couple seasons. So he knows what he's doing. So check us out tomorrow. Peace out, guys. Love you guys. Later.